You are listening to the Find the Right Man podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 10, 20 years of living dreams. Welcome to the Find the Right Man podcast. If you want to find the right man for you in just a few simple steps, keep listening. And now here's your host, dating coach and NEO style expert, Paulina Solda. Hello and welcome to this special episode of my podcast. And the reason it is special because it is very personal and I wanted to create it because I'm celebrating 20 year anniversary of moving to the United States. And my mission in life is to be an example of what's possible and help other women live the life of their dreams, fulfilled and balanced and filled with passion, love, romance, connection, intimacy, fun, adventures. And this is exactly what's possible for every woman who wants to and finds her person and shares her life with someone special because I believe strongly that this is one of our purposes in life. The reason we come here is to experience love and being in a relationship and it could be any form and shape. Of course, love by design. I specifically as a woman focused on, as a woman married to a man, focus on that specific type of relationship. And it's the most incredible, one of the most incredible things, one of the incredible experiences that I think we can have in this life. And I believe our purpose is to experience and share and add value and connect with people, feel the feelings, build relationships. And this is all possible. So when I, 20 years ago, I left the, I'm going to share my 20 keys, my 20 highlights of my 20 years of living dreams in this country. I left symbolically the country that I was born in and raised, the former Soviet Union. I was born and raised in Moscow, Russia. And uh, I left it on uh, the last day of winter. It was February 28th, 2003, 20 years ago. And as I was flying on that 14-hour flight, Moscow to Seattle, probably the longest flight there is, direct flight in this giant Boeing 747 that was practically empty. I didn't sleep at all. I was so excited and uh, it, I just felt such abundance and such possibilities and looking out the window and just taking in, there's just so much, I felt so much space. I felt like my whole... <laughs> because I was practically alone with this giant plane and uh, there was just all this beautiful uh, blue sky and I just felt like this space opened up in my life that I knew I decided that I was leaving the life I knew, the only life I knew for good. It, I was done with it. I was complete. I knew that if I ever came back, I would come as a, as a visitor for a short period of time and creating space. So one of the key things is uh, you want to create space for something new to show up in your life before it ever manifests. And it's letting go to letting is the, the key concept. 
So what I was, uh, and I realized that we, when we pay attention, there's so many signs and there's so many things that we can connect that everything starts with a thought and the thought becomes our result whether it happens instantly, it happens years later. It's absolutely how the world works and it's so, so powerful. And uh, the things that I'm talking about that have happened in different areas of my life, uh, the same principle at work here. And this is exactly what I teach inside of Love by Design. Uh, all of my clients is that we create our results with our thoughts. We got to use our beautiful, beautiful tool that was given to us. It's our brain and train it and teach it to think and think in intentional ways because how we think determines how we feel and teach our body how to feel intentionally so that we can take a kind of actions that are aligned with what we want to create and inevitably we create the results we want. So back to that uh, plane, uh, flight, flying on that plane, listening to Café del Mar, which was one of my dreams and to, to actually go there and I'll share it later in the story. I was listening to this beautiful uh, electronic uh, chill out music and uh, writing a list of over a hundred dreams that I wanted to uh, to achieve, to create, to manifest. And they ranged from uh, having a family to traveling to different countries to having a successful career to speaking foreign languages. There's just a whole, and all of that, I have created all of that. And that was the whole point of living from possibility, not knowing what's going to happen and uh, being okay with the unknown and choosing to believe. So thoughts are optional. Choose to believe that you can create anything you want. And when you do believe that, that's when you make a list of 100, I believe it was 150 dreams and it's still somewhere. And once I landed and my boyfriend at that time, who lived with me for three years prior to that in Moscow, met me. He came back, he was from the US. He came back and then I I left a few months later, I was waiting for my visa. So he picked me up and the, the first dream that I had was to see the ocean. And so the dream of flying to the US actually, just to moving, to moving to the US was checked off. <laughs> I was there. And then the second dream immediately the next day, I wanted to realize that it was seeing the ocean for the first time. I, of such a connection brought me to my happiest moments of my childhood, the bare most precious moments there when my mom took me to the Black Sea in summertime. And they took us 24 hours by train to get there each way. And it was the most amazing time. So being, seeing actually the ocean. So I remember we drove from Portland, so from Seattle to Portland and from Portland, uh, just running, playing with the waves and relieving was best moments of my childhood. That was an incredible moment. And then on the way from that accelerating experience, breathtaking experience that I had, I remember we were driving back. We were driving now to Boise and we stopped at the gas station and I wanted to buy a bottle of water and I just went to the, the mart and I tried to buy water and I tried to explain that I don't want the sparkling water, but I didn't know the word sparkling. I just said, 
water, no gas, and they couldn't understand me. <laughs> so I couldn't buy water. And uh, and at that moment, I realized that uh, I ha- I'm starting completely over because when I lived with my boyfriend in Moscow, he was obviously studying Russian there, and I spoke Russian. And it made sense that we spoke Russian. Um, it's I realized that I have a long way to go. So my dream at that time, and I couldn't buy a bottle of water at the gas station, was to become fluent in English. And that's something that I struggled with in school, always in the Soviet Union school. It was the challenge that I had this thought that I'm not good at learning, especially languages and math. I really struggled to communicate and I felt so isolated there. And literally within, I was able to, and I found that English as a second language, uh, free classes because I didn't work, I didn't have any income. And it was just so important for me. I All I did, I studied English all the time. I tried to speak with anyone I could. I uh, The moment... I started at the advanced beginner. I volunteered to teach the the very beginner uh, to African refugees. Uh, and uh, that was the idea that inspired me that I could actually do some kind of international work. And I was then, at that time in Boise, hardly speaking any English, but I was already helping uh, those African refugees uh, blind refugees reading for them basic very basic kids books at that level uh, all of that was just really driven by this vision that one day I would just be able to express myself freely and will be able to pursue any opportunity like anyone else in this country like actually can get a job <laughs> that was my dream and uh, so becoming moving from it being dependent relying on somebody else or relying on a dictionary where I carried with me to just having freedom of communicating and connecting with people and uh, I became fluent uh, within less than a year and I was actually able to get a job uh, before I even <laughs> spoke fluently but I was so confident that I would that I just put myself in situations where I wasn't quite ready uh, I wasn't quite qualified, but I still put myself out there. And but back, it is still we're still in Idaho. So my fourth uh, big accomplishment, the dream that came true, uh, I, just if you never been to a place like Idaho or Boise, um, it's it's the kind of place where everyone drives a car. And I came from Moscow, where I hardly ever uh, drove like okay in a taxi, but it's mostly. Like subway, metro is a big is a big thing to move around, and I didn't know how to drive. And finding myself standing waiting for a bus, a public bus, at a over a hundred degree heat, where I've never felt in my life, and people who were uh, riding that bus were disabled, incapable, or probably most likely illegal immigrants who just couldn't get a car, and uh, I was. <laughs> in that situation every single day. And I had to take actually two different buses to get to my English uh, language classes. And I was so determined to learn how to drive. And I 
obviously my boyfriend uh, helped me. I drove his car around with very windy hills <laughs> in the mountains. And I learned to drive very, very quickly. That was another big thing, symbol for me of becoming independent, that I could move around on my own. I could speak. It's like literally learning how to live a new life in a new place. And once I was in a place where I got my papers and I was able to work, that was the time to make that move. And I had a very, very clear vision. I told my, now we're engaged, my fiance, and I said, look, after we get married, let's move to Washington, D.C. It's such an international city. It will have so many opportunities. We both didn't have a job because... He used to work at, um, in Russia at the American embassy. I worked at the um, international Edelman public relations uh, firm. So it was international. And now I was volunteering with internationally with African refugees. And I was speaking better English. And now I could work. So it made sense just to, to make a move. And he was inspired by that vision. So we drove across 10 or 11 states over a period of a week. And that was an experience in itself. That was actually this number five thing was on my list to see the country. And truly at this point, I drove less than just a few months being in a country from Seattle all the way to Washington, D.C. I've seen the country that so many people who live in this country uh, haven't seen uh, all of the states. I've seen it within literally the first few months of moving uh, to this country. And that was an eye-opener. I felt so free. Uh, just everything seemed to be like, this is the, the land of opportunity. That's how I saw that. And the moment we got and arrived to DC and uh, went to see our friends, the friends who also moved from Moscow, also worked at the American Embassy and now they moved to DC and we were able to stay with them in the beautiful brownstone. And the next morning I woke up and I went with my social security card and I got not just one, but two jobs in two restaurants. And the, the way I figured it, it's, it's easy, it's quick uh, uh, in terms of flexible schedule, it's quick cash uh, I'm not required to speak at the, at the level of a language like a professional job. I can work different hours so I can still do my English language school, which I found now it was intermediate level. <laughs> and, uh, and I started working in two restaurants. So that was a big accomplishment for me. And it was the hardest work I've done, but it's um, physically and hours in terms of staying till two in the morning and closing dinner uh, and then finding myself at six in the morning, starting brunch and spending an hour in the cold basement at six in the morning, cutting a bucket of pineapples for brunch, uh, sleeping a few hours. I've done all of that. And I was willing to do that in order to become independent. It was really important that now I could work and I would make money, I would be able to grow and learn. So still studying. And that was actually those jobs and plus that school. Uh, the way I looked at it, I got to speak to people and practice speaking English all the time and I got paid for it. That is the way I looked for it. And the English 
as a second language school was free, which was completely mind-blowing to me because I could not afford language classes back in Russia. Uh, and that was a big deal. <laughs> that was super. So no surprise that my dream was to do something international. And within six months, I was able to um, walk in and I walked to every temporary uh, job agency that there was. I walked in every single one. I signed up for them. And uh, my thinking was that I, no one will just hire me uh, with me applying virtually. I got to meet people in person. And I believe that this is the fastest way for anything you want. If you want to meet someone to love your life, you don't want to sit at home alone in front of your computer or on your phone. You want to get out. You want to meet. It's human connection face to face. So I've done that. And uh, my thinking was that I will take on any job at any office just to be able to walk into the door and meet people and make a connection face to face. And the first one, I it was a complete failure because I couldn't understand anything. They wanted me to talk on the phone and be a receptionist. And I couldn't understand what people were saying on the phone because I couldn't see them. So the next morning I showed up and apparently they <laughs> fired me already and I didn't even know that uh, I didn't get the memo from the agency. So that was a rejection, but I just kept going. Then I came to that uh, temp agency and I said, look, I'll just work for you. Like, tell me what to do. I'll just sort your mail and uh, until you find something else for me. And I did that. Uh, through the tears, I was so, so, uh, processing my emotions, sorting mail. And then there was this moment when I had, I was working. So during the day now I was sorting mail at the temp agency and then I would go and work with dinner shift. And I remember I was already in the restaurant. They called me, it was around after five o'clock and I was committed to that dinner shift, which ended at 2 a.m. And they said, there's this international company. They actually work with uh, different countries, mostly Africa. And you got to show up tomorrow at 8 a.m. And you will be an assistant to whatever you're going to be working at reception. So I was in instant yes. It didn't even matter. So 2 a.m. I finished my shift. I was there in my business suit at 8 a.m. And uh, assisted the receptionist for two days and met the people, connected with them. And I met one of the key people, like a vice president. And she just decided that and the HR, they just decided, oh, let's keep her for another month. And after a month, they actually, there's a job a position opened up and I applied for that job and I got hired as a full-time staff associate. And that was a big deal because now I could leave <laughs> my 6 a.m. <laughs> Uh, to 3 p.m. every weekend plus evenings plus all of that. I could leave it all behind and I could just work and perfect my English and bring it to that next level. Just now practicing speaking, writing in a professional setting in an international consulting firm that uh, worked all over the world, including uh, was African countries that I was thinking about back in Boise and even Russia. And in fact, I traveled to multiple 
countries that was my dream to travel around the world to see places and i would say even just the dream that i had one day i'll come back as an american consultant to russia and i will stay in some beautiful hotel and i will do important work and i won't even stay at home I'll obviously visit everyone but and i've done all of that uh, because of that uh, opportunity that was created and traveling so another so that was my number seven creating my dream job and traveling and helping people changing saving their lives and then my dream number eight once I started working there and I thought about and even back in Boise I was talking about what it's like to be in Africa and I imagined going there and now I was going there I actually put together a large East um East African conference in Tanzania and I was able to take time off and uh, climb Mount Kilimanjaro which I reached the top I trained for it I prepared for it for months and I was able to do it and I wanted to do it on my own I literally just hired uh, a few local like a local team like a porter a guide and I just wanted to do it for me on my own go through all that struggle and it was really really challenging physically and mentally and I've done it anyway and there were some other incredible experiences that I've done like going uh, to Rwanda and uh, tracking gorillas and going to Ngorongoro crater on safari and just other amazing things creating uh, opportunities to meet with amazing people and traveling to multiple countries and then also uh, my number nine, just traveling uh, all together, what it created, having a real job with an actual, I made 10 times instantly when I was hired, when I made in a professional setting in Russia. And that was a huge shift. In less than a year later, I find myself in 10x my income doing this international work. Uh, it was just an incredible speaking English now fluently living in this international city so many changes you can create in such a short period of time when you have a commitment and you have a vision and you really believe that it's possible for you and uh, then the number nine was for me it was traveling so i already mentioned we traveled right away but then going to places where like i wanted to snow snowboard in alaska and i've done it we went to mount alaska and i wanted to learn how to surf in hawaii and learning how to surf in Waikiki Beach. And then, of course, my dream was to always go to New York City <laughs> and going for New Year's to New York City and just deciding in that moment, I just said, I'm going to live in this city. And then a few years later, I was, of course. So if that's create a reality. So number 10 is that for me, the big, uh, the big dream that came true was that uh, it was actually moving to New York City. And there was a moment when um, the life that I created with uh, uh, my my first husband, where now I had this international career and, um, and we lived in D.C., there was this moment when he was very clear that he said, I would never live in New York City. And um, I also wanted to go to graduate school. And he was thinking, well... Um, it's really uh, like, you, it's, how is it going to work? You know, it's it's just that level of ambition. It just didn't resonate. And so I uh, 
that was the time when I realized we also were in our late 20s, so still figuring out who we are. And I just felt like our levels of growth were not on the same level, even though he was. Now when I look back, I absolutely know he, my first husband was my uh, perfect dual partner, meaning we're 16 types and we are per, we're perfect for each other. Uh, on a subconscious level and the level of energies, it just that was that attraction, that was that connection. In terms of level of growth and ambition and what I wanted to create, we had different views. So I actually moved out. Uh, we got divorced. I moved out. It was also the time when I applied to five part-time MBA programs in DC and I got rejected by all of them. It was also the time when I applied for a promotion in my consulting firm, which is up or out. And I didn't get the promotion. And I also felt like I couldn't really move up because I needed to get the degree, the graduate degree, and I didn't get accepted. So what I've decided to do is I just said, okay, I'm just going to go for my big dreams. I'm just going to go for what I really want. And what I wanted is I wanted to live in New York City. And I didn't want to work full time and then do uh, nights and evenings graduate school. Like I already done all of that when I went to learning English and then working two jobs and sleeping four hours. I've done all of that. So I just wanted to enjoy New York City, enjoy being a student, graduate school, and pursue my dream. And I wanted to work at the United Nations. So that is exactly was my uh, big, big dream coming true when I decided. And I just clearly saw my whole life, how everything would unfold. And that is when I applied to three graduate schools, Columbia, NYU, Baruch. I got accepted by all three, full-time. And why you gave me a Dean's scholarship, which covers practically the entire tuition, most of it. And that was a total no-brainer for, for me to move to New York City and do exactly what I wanted, just go to graduate school. And that was a big dream of mine to get an education in the United States. And I did. I graduated from NYU with a 3.9 GPA, which was a huge accomplishment for me because I was always back in the Soviet Union. I was a C student in school. I was always told that I'm very average and not capable to learn. And that was a huge accomplishment for me just to, for my own growth and to blow my own mind of what I'm capable of. And also that was a time when I got accepted first as an intern and then I got a job at the United Nations. That was the time. <laughs> my other dream, my dream number 13 was to find love in New York. And I just had this thought that the love of my life, he's in New York. And uh, we're going to meet. It's just, it's done. We're going to meet. So I was dating. I was studying. I was taking care of myself. And I was enjoying, enjoying life in New York City. And so then I, first there was, of course, the struggle with ups and downs in dating. Uh, I learned a lot. And all those ups and downs, all the mistakes I made greatly helped me now in what I do, helping as a dating coach. I know so well exactly what women go through and why they're not able to find the right person for them. I've gone through all of it and I know how to, how to navigate through all of that. So I was able to 
find the love of my life. So I met Paul. We moved in together very quickly. <laughs> uh, just everything was very easy from the beginning. We traveled together within the first month. We went to Spain. And that's where we went together to Café del Mar, that very Café del Mar, where I was listening on the plane thinking one day actually being there and listening to uh, DJs playing that music live. And then two months later, I went back to Russia and to visit and Paul came with me. And then we got engaged and we traveled to Paradise Island for our engagement over the New Year's. So discovering... So many, uh, uh, so many parts, so many sides of each other and the relationship and how beautiful just this love journey has been. We got engaged after six months. And once I stopped the search, once this whole dating, um, dating, the period of dating and all this searching, once it was over, it freed up so much energy, so much of my time and focus and attention where I could just completely focus on my relationship, focus on and make an impact and contribution. And that is when I decided to leave the United Nations, to leave this job, nine to five, going to the office every day and start my own coaching business instead. And I never looked back. So 12 years later, I'm still coaching, still helping women. And this is my life's purpose. I will be doing it for the rest of my life. Uh, when I, in one year, when I got married, got pregnant, became a mom, became a wife, and I became a certified coach and became a business owner all in one year after I found my, my man and after we decided that this is it. We are all in. That is the power. So much becomes possible. This is not just about finding the right person, but how you how life changes and what becomes possible for you. The value is just incredible and it's absolutely possible for you. One thing I uh, tell my clients, and this is the whole principle of being in a compatible relationship in, in your style terms, it's called a dual relationship then it's somebody different yet complementary to you. And I am in a dual relationship. And subconsciously, we are attracted. When we truly align with being authentic to who we are, we align with uh, that personality type that we were born with, right? Align with our strategies. Chances are we're going to be attracted to our dual type. So even without knowing in your style, even the first time I, I was married, it was my dual partner, and now when I'm at Paul, he's also East, so I'm West type and he's East. And what's so interesting, how do you know that somebody is really right for you is it's easy. It's easy from the beginning. And when I say easy, what I mean is that you can be 100% yourselves. Now, it could be that two people of the same type can feel that ease as well. And the only difference, and again, how do you know that it is a dual relationship? It's perfectly complementary. That when two people of the same type meet, it's easy in the beginning, but then later on, they realize that something is missing. 
And the reason for that is because they have the same type. So the other types of energies are missing. For example, two East types can totally be together, but that West energy will be missing and they just have to figure out the way to compensate for that. Now, in my relationship, when Paul and I, we just experienced that it just continued. We complemented each other in natural ways where each of us brings our strengths that are compensating for each of our weaknesses. When my dream was, of course, I wanted to get married and start a family. And the reason to be married for me at this point that I was married before was to start a family. And I was very clear about that. And when uh, we had some interesting coincidences and signs for things like when we were shopping uh, along Fifth Avenue, it was Valentine's Day and Paul took me shopping and then we stopped at St. Patrick's Cathedral and it was a totally just in the moment decision to stop there. That was uh, literally just a couple months before our wedding. So that was February 14th. Our wedding was in, at the end of scheduled plan for the end of April. And we were supposed to get married in a church uh, called Carey of Ars in Long Island where Paul grew up and his parents, they're uh, participating in that church. And so we stopped for the service there at the St. Patrick's and the priest was talking about love. And then he started talking about this church, Carey of Ars. And I think he referred it to be somewhere in Italy. And the interesting thing is that then a couple months later, after this Valentine's uh, weekend, uh, this Valentine's experience, and when we went to uh, Vermont for that Valentine's weekend, skiing and snowboarding, uh, and when we got married at the career of ours, uh, we had uh, this moment when we decided uh, to go before the reception to actually go to the ocean just in the moment. We just decided to go in our limo with my best friends, with my maid of honor, and go to the ocean. And then we got to the reception and everyone was waiting. And that is when we made an announcement that we were pregnant. And uh, it was a val St. Valentine's baby. It was just like in the moment we just decided we're going to have a baby. And it happened practically right away uh, and that was a very special experience so and then on top of that we went to honeymoon in Italy and uh, it was again just connecting all the dots so uh, number so number 17 was starting a family and just the, how easy it was to start a family how we both just decided on the name Serge and we have different meaning why to that name, but we both just, I offered that and he couldn't believe because it was such a, it had such significance for him and it's a very, very rare name. So uh, giving easy natural birth to our son, search and really uh, it was the time when I already started coaching. I already had built my uh, client's base and I got certified and it was just so perfect that I was able to prioritize my family and be at home and be mom and be wife and run my business, be a coach and help other women. So, and of course, there is always family moments, so lots of traveling, pretty much started 
the the moment that two two months old we got on the plane and then again at six months uh, at four months going to Colorado at two months going to Florida six months and Sergio six months we flew to Russia uh, just traveling and uh, going to places when he was very little going to France to visit uh, Paul's family. And going to Lake Louise when Serge just was learning to ski, he was less than two years old. And uh, of course, he's a great skier now because he's been skiing in the big mountains, going to Colorado. And that is just uh, such a, an incredible dream to come true. I always wanted to become a mom. And uh, having this family is just absolutely, that is the kind of... Uh, that impact, that ripple effect, the value of it. I know that this work, when I help other women find the right person for them and they want to have a family, your whole life changes, what becomes possible and all of these experiences. To me, this is what life is all about. It's about family. It's about connection. It's about these experiences. And then my number 18 dream was literally for the longest time ever, I always, always struggled. I would say that last 10 pounds. It would range between five to 10 pounds. I've done all these diets. I constantly was thinking about food. I was so self-conscious about certain parts of my body. And all of that was gone after I gave birth. I became a mom and I got into the shape and not just back into shape. I got in my most ideal shape after giving birth. And in my mid-30s, I was thinner, leaner, and stronger, and had more energy than in my 20s. And it has been consistently this way for the last 10 years. My body, my weight hasn't changed. Uh, Very lean and uh, very healthy, very strong. Uh, Being a vegetarian for now over 20, it's been 27 years and I decided to deviate this past year and experiment with eating anything I want and uh, decided that being vegetarian or being pescatarian is the best way for me to keep my this beautiful asset, your body, protect the asset, take care of your asset. Uh, and uh, consistency is everything. So that was another dream that just, it just became easy. Just one day, and this is exactly, I think, how, again, finding your person that one day you no longer even think about all these problems, like all these problems go away, thinking about why a guy didn't text or spending all that time going on dates, like all of it goes away, you find your person, you're done. And this is how I felt with my struggle, with my weight, when I was just complete. It was just, this is my new body, this is my new identity, I'm just skinny perfect, strong, healthy body. And that is possible. Absolutely. That shift completely is possible for anyone. And the reason uh, it happened, I shifted on the level of identity, how I started to see myself versus just taking more action and dieting more and trying to change the foods and doing all this stuff. It's never about it. Again, I want to emphasize it's all about the thoughts that you think and where you put your focus and attention. And then My other dream, like I put it number 19, I always wanted to just expand and learn and grow and have different experiences in my life. And whether it's been on the yoga mat and I've been practicing yoga for over 
27 years now learning the languages, so speaking four languages. It's uh, reading books, reading every single day, uh, going on experiences, which now no longer relevant to me, but like going to Burning Man, there was a part of my life and uh, uh, music and going out dancing. So it's sort of like that phase. I am complete with that, but that was a big part of my self-expression. And uh, it's so, so important to have. So for me, the dream was I don't just do it alone, but I have somebody to share uh, those experiences. Like I wouldn't want to go to a party and dance by myself. I would want to go and do it with my partner. And we've done it and uh, just being in love and being happy and listening to beautiful music, being in beautiful places. That is the best thing in the world. So again, having a partner, that was exactly my dream. And being able to create that uh, is uh, incredible. And he occasionally joins me on a yoga mat. <laughs> so, and we get to discuss the books that I read, even though he might not read them. We have conversations about anything I do. He supports me and expresses interest in everything I do, uh, all the coaching that I do, all the marketing and all the things that I learned about growing business and copywriting and selling and everything that I'm so passionate about having a partner who listens and holds a space for you and just there like a sounding board. And he actually will even read what I write, like emails that I write. Sometimes I'll just, hey, and that is the level of support. So exploring, learning, growing together, it's such a big part. I would say the last 13 years doing it, I've done it a lot. Uh, when I traveled, let's say for, to places for work in Africa, it was mostly alone. And it is a different experience. It, they're just different. And I enjoy it so much more that it's not working for work or traveling for work when it's actually uh, traveling because you want to travel. And I also love this experience where I'm no longer working. There is no even any concept of me doing this as a job. What I'm doing is truly my life purpose. My mission has nothing to do with... The income, it all has to do with the impact, even though we create value and we create money by creating value. So, of course, it's a part of it. It's it's a good measure of that. How much value do you create is how much money you make. But what's really it's about is doing this for the rest of my life. So there's no retirement. I It's my passion. It's what I love to do. Uh, it is so, so fulfilling. And being able to express even more so right now, the passion that I had, let's say, for music or for other things, uh, creating an experience. I want to create that experience uh, for my clients. I want each and every one of my clients get 100% result, get exactly what they came for, find the right person for them, uh, change their entire life create uh, possibilities that we couldn't even imagine. Like there are certain things that were not even in my list. I couldn't even dream. I think I had a dream to be a CEO, but I didn't have a concept to be a CEO of my own business. Uh, but that was a dream written on that flight uh, to when I was flying to America. And uh, again, leaving that as well. And then just doing all the fun things and being able to have a life that we love to snowboard. My husband skis, our son skis, and then summertime we love boating. And uh, that is just such a big part of our lives. And uh, 
going on a horse farm and uh, spending time in nature, uh, going on hikes, uh, just every, and then of course, ocean, going boating and spending time in the ocean, watching the sunset and just reading a book and being together, having fun. Uh, that is so, so incredible. I'm just feel like, yes, I'm living my dreams. And the final step number 20 for me is now my ongoing dream. And this is my biggest focus. And that is the never ending dream is to follow the path of mastery. I'm on the path. I'm doing this work. I'm on the mission to create more love in this world. I'm passionate about specifically working with single women, finding them, helping them find the right man for them, finding love, finding the love of their life, elevating their already great life to a whole new level, to a whole new level. And of course, doing that uh, for as long as I can. So these are my 20 uh, dreams that became true in the last 20 years since I moved to America. Uh, There is way, way more. These are just the main ones. And again, my message to you is you can create anything you want by using the powerful, most brilliant, most beautiful tool you have available to you at any time. And there is your beautiful brain. When you think on purpose and you learn to think intentionally and feel intentionally, Uh, You take action that is aligned with what you want. You create from the future. You create from possibility. And no matter what the circumstances are, (laughs) they don't matter. Circumstances don't define what's possible for you at all, ever. And you get to take very few, very specific actions. You don't need to take a lot of actions. I have created, I've done it both ways, hustling, working really hard, and then just allowing. And either way, if you can get the result, you might as well enjoy the process. Or if there are ups and downs, you look at them as the lessons learned in every setback, every failure, always, always creates an opportunity. As there's that saying goes, wonder closes, another door opens. And being able to learn and see everything is either the lesson that you needed to learn to get the result or the result that you actually create in the process. It's also so valuable. So if you're not getting something that you want right away, it doesn't mean that it's impossible for you. If you haven't been able to meet the right person for you in the past, if you have attracted the wrong types of men for you, if you failed in your marriage, if uh, your last relationship didn't work out, it doesn't mean that your future cannot be different. You get to create your future by your design from the place of possibility. And I'd love to connect with you, DM me. Let me know what was valuable for you and uh, share with me how you're living your dreams. And if your dream now is to find the love of your life, well, definitely make sure to DM me and uh, let's get started. Let's help you turn it into your reality. DM me at paulina.solda on Instagram.
And I look forward to connecting with you. If you love this podcast and want to get a free access to the Love by Design Pyramid PDF Guide, go to www.paulinasolda.com forward slash pyramid.